When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey Chicago, what do you say? It's a CHGO Cubs podcast live from O'Hare. No, it just sounds like an airplane coming in. That's because we'll get to Ryan Herrera out in Mesa, Arizona in just a second. There he is, Ryan, baby. 70 degrees. He's taking off the hoodie. He's showing us the pythons, the short sleeve shirt. He's got the brick by brick on. And it is another thank you, Jay, for coming up with this Therapy Tuesday here on CHGO Cubs Jay. Podcast. Therapy also, Tuesday. credit to us for bullying Ryan to taking his hoodie off. That's right. I, he yeah. was like, oh, it's a little chilly here. And I'm like, man, it's 70. <laughs> I didn't say chilly. I said it was a little breezy. He got peer pressured, but he is showing breeze. us that it is nice and warm where he's at. By the way, guys, shout out to all the n- new diehards out there signing up in droves as we get ready for spring training and, of course, the Bears with the number one pick. Uh, new high diehards in the last 24 hours, Nathan, Andrew, Raymond, Joe, and Matt. Shout out to y'all, bro. Thank you for joining the family. See you on the Discord. Uh, see you getting your free shirt. I saw that uh, Joe the other day said he was getting his already. Um, yeah, I mean, you get the free shirt. You get all Ryan's content, which is going to be coming in like crazy right now, from especially from spring training. This is first day out there. How's, how's it going? How's it feel? Other than it was a little breezy. Excuse me. <laughs> well, speaking of content, you said uh, we, we, me, uh, did our first uh, newsletter today, this morning, CHGO Cubs newsletter. So um, some may be unlocked, but many will be uh, for diehards only. So if you're interested in that, another perk uh, for our diehards. But, yeah, no, it's, uh, like I said, it's a beautiful day out here. Sun's out. Would you, would you say it's 70 degrees out? You're, you're 70, 9-mile-an-hour wind, getting, 38 in Chicago. Yeah, 9 mile an hour. yeah, a little breezy, but I took the hoodie off for you guys but, because I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a team player. I'm part of the team. I'm, I'll do what you guys tell me to do. Um, but yeah, no, it's, uh, it's, it's, you know, it's cool. It's, it's, you know, coming back here really is baseball season. Obviously Super Bowl ends on Sunday and that's kind of the start of baseball season for us. But, um, you know, seeing the guys out there, you know, we talked to Nico earlier today. Um, we're able to catch some glimpses of Shota Imanaga, the Cubs new signing out of Japan and just other guys, you know, arriving. I don't, I don't think the entire team's here. I want to say something, I heard something around like 90% of the team's already here. Um, you know, Pitchers and catchers report tomorrow. We'll talk to, to Jed and Carter and Craig Council, and we'll really get going tomorrow. But, yeah, it's, it's a nice nice day to kind of get back in the swing of things out here in Mesa. You know, baseball's back. And Ryan's on the ground for, like, two weeks out there, the next couple of weeks. By the way, we're all company men. We're all team players. Why? Ryan went from the camo CHGO hoodie, which is all one of our favorites, that you can get the uh, CHGO locker at allchgo.com. Now he's taking that off. He's showing us the brick by brick, the brag special, talking about the Bears. He's got that shirt on. I have the uh, the diehard hoodie, right, that came with signing up for being a diehard underneath CHGO Bears. So I'm, like Ryan, double company guy. Cody has the T-shirt on, just the Chicago flag CHGO. Is that a CHGO hat too? 
Yeah. We each the, went, we each doubled hat. down on the company merch today. Yeah, credit to us. Credit to us. We need like a blue CHO hat to signify Cubs though. Team, Just my right. opinion. Yeah. You know, like every team in the city, uh-huh. like to get a red one for Bulls. Maybe like a orange and blue, kind well, of like the, your hoodie the, for the Bears. The red one could cover Blackhawks and Bulls. True. I mean, yeah. technically the black could, but I mean, if a red yeah. one, you could, all yeah. you'd have to do is a red and a blue. Yeah. If you get a nice little blue hat, though. Mm. Shout out to everybody in the live. We're like a chat, powder blue, like the, like the spring training hats mm, the Cubs have. Yeah, you're into the powder blue. I'm, I've been seeing all the players wearing the spring training hat and like all the pictures that yeah. uh, our which, guy. Which I will say, uh, I will say looks very cool. Those hats, those hats are nice. They do, they do blue. hit. They, they, they are, you know, I've been getting a lot of slander on TikTok and Instagram for my hat rankings, but the Cubs spring training hat is, is different. It's. It's the best, in my opinion, of all 30 teams. And that's not biased. I think it's legitimately true. I would go Orioles number two. Brandon in the live mm-hmm. YouTube chat says, Ryan needs to show off the 100% barrel rate. Leave the hoodie off. I want to know where you're standing at. Where are you standing? You got a little chain link fence? Is this? Uh, it is Sloan Park, right? We're right at the practice fields. Wow, look at that. He just, Ryan Herrera just took us to Sloan Park, and it's like we're standing there soaking in Cubs baseball. I can't wait. I can't wait to be there. I kicked everyone off the field, said, Cubs show is more important. You got to leave. And and everyone listened, obviously. So there we go. Don't let the facts in. We have a good story. Is our good friend Max Bain there? Have you seen him? I I haven't seen Max Bain yet, but uh, maybe we'll we'll get him to make another guest appearance on the show. I I have yet to text him. I have yet to text him. I want to text him and tell him that I'm going to be out there. So, uh, so Ryan saw I, pictures. Well, he took pictures with his phone of Imanaga arriving, signing autographs. Uh, what can you tell us? How, how does he look, Ryan? Have you seen him throw yet? Uh, how does he look in a shirt? Is he attractive? Uh, what? <laughs> no, I haven't gotten a chance to see a bullpen or anything like that. Uh, he looks... He looks like a baseball player, man. He looks like the kind of guy the Cubs need. So, I don't know. He, I, 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 there's just a group of fans out here. Um, I don't know. Oh, wow. I don't know whether it was a, uh, a group of fans, like Cubs fans, or whether it was people that followed him, you know, from Japan. But, yeah, he already had a big group of fans here waiting to get his autograph after practice and stuff. So, obviously, he's a, uh, he's a name people care about already. Um, and, and we'll see. I, I would love to get... Uh, you know, a glimpse of him throwing bullpen, seeing the ball move. I, everything we've heard out of Japan is the, the stuff is awesome. The stuff is elite. So uh, it'll be interesting to see once he really gets going. You know, obviously, again, like I said, pitchers and catchers report tomorrow. So I'm sure he'll be getting one of those going here soon. Well, we've seen Justin Steele already on social media saying, I've, I've seen this guy throw and it's filthy. Yeah, you watch him throw a bull, bullpen, said something about a slider. Yeah, and he's yeah. like, this guy's filthy. I, I'm buying my jersey or cap or what. I don't remember what it was or stock. He he was yeah. all about it. Nico Horner kind of doubled down on just how he's how Imanaga is already fitting in. Like we saw that Ryan at Cubs convention, just when he comes out and starts introducing himself and speaking English, English to everybody. Yeah. He he won everybody over in that moment. But it sounds like uh, you know Nico was just as impressed with him now that he's arrived in spring training. Yeah, no. Do we have that quote from from Nico? We got that one. Yeah, there it is. Partial. You want to read it? Or you want me to read it? Go ahead. Take it. Can you see it? Uh, I just always think it's interesting playing with guys from different places and the routines that they bring with them. Obviously, on the Japanese side, I've been able to see Seiya go through his work, but Imanaga has really, I think, fit in pretty quickly with his personality. He's obviously very on top of his work, but 
has a good sense of humor too, just kind of all you can ask for from a teammate. So that's, I mean, it's nice to see the guys, the guys blending in with the team already. Now, if he can fit in as a great number three starter or number two starter, even I mean, better. It's great to see that he's there. I mean, he showed up last week. I believe Rich yeah. Beasterfield, who's in the chat, tweeted pictures of him there last yeah. week. So, you know, he showed up early. It looks like he's motivated, wants to continue to get better, like he said in his opening presser. Like, he thinks that he, there's still more to unlock out of him. Like, obviously, all this stuff is things you want to see. He's got to go out there and prove it, of course. But, you know, he's definitely made a great impression with the, the opening presser. And, you know, to see him out there early in Arizona is – is exciting to see. So I'm um, I'm excited to see like his first spring training outing and stuff like that. Can you guys hear this plane? Yeah, I mean, yes. it, it is. You're close I mean, enough to Luke, the Phoenix yeah. airport. Yeah, it yeah, keeps Luke, freaking you know, me out. These, yeah, you know these planes literally fly <laughs> right above me. Like, yeah, right above Sloan Park. So, but no, yeah, I agree with everything you guys said. And uh, yeah, you heard it even at Cubs convention. Some of these guys that had just met Imanaga, right, and then had one conversation with him. I'm um, talking about how funny he was and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, and, and it's similar to what they've kind of said with Saya. Like maybe Saya um, wasn't outwardly to like the media or to us, like cracking jokes or any of that kind of stuff right away. But like everything you heard when Saya first arrived was that like he's got a good sense of humor, he fits in that kind of stuff. So, uh, I, well, I think Saya for one will help with that, right? Having a fellow um, former Japanese baseball player, MPB guy already in the organization on the team will help with the Imanaga's little transition. But um, I do think the way these guys talk about him already, uh, he's kind of he's kind of hit the ground running as far as fitting in like that off the field transition stuff of, of talking to those guys, getting to know them. And, you know, even though there might be a language barrier, not letting it kind of affect him and, and not letting it, you know, not allow him to show his personality. I think that's from, you know, what we've heard is that he's, he's starting to do a good job of, of, allowing that personality to come through um, with these guys that he's, he's that are here already. I know that you're going to not well, every single day there will be Bellinger questions for you. Guaranteed for the first two weeks there will be Bellinger questions and I can already see in our live chat people are starting to get a little more torn than they were before. Godfather's mad. He says great. Everybody's got a nice sense of humor now go sign Bellinger and other people <laughs> in the chat are saying you know what he's not going to live up to the contract because he's, he's dragging this out. Let's just move on from the whole thing. I heard uh, Jesse Rogers uh, when I was driving in talking about uh, that he had talked to people in the Cubs organization that there's no progress on the Bellinger thing at this point um, I, I have, I'm starting to question whether or not Scott Boris has overplayed his hand like I, I, I said you know maybe two months ago my, my take on it was the Cubs are playing a da dangerous game of chicken and I still believe that because I think they need the guy on their roster but it, the longer it goes it does seem to feel like Boris had this high asking point and he's finding out, you know what? Too many teams are worried about the two years prior to last season that, that are saying, this may not play out as long and as successful as you think it will. And maybe the market's not as great. So maybe the Cubs have played this right. I, I, it's, it's frustrating, but maybe they have played their cards right so far. Ryan, you go first. Yeah, I was, I was going to say, yeah, I mean, same thing. Like, you know, there's no 
updates on the Bellinger front. Obviously, he didn't make any sort of Dexter Fowler type walkouts onto the the field to surprise his teammates and everybody else. Um, that hasn't happened yet. But yeah, no, I I think both sides can be valid, right? Like Jed Hoyer not coming up from his asking price could cost them Cody Bellinger eventually. But Scott Boris, you know, um, not wanting to come down from his asking price could burn some teams out and 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 just make some teams kind of give up on that quest, you know, and and go the different direction. We've already seen it in part with some like like the Giants, right? Um, signing some uh, was it, uh, the guy out of Korea, I think. Uh, I don't remember exactly who the, the Giants signed an outf- outfielder, uh, brought him in Solaire. and kind of yeah, oh yeah, and that too. Now they they got him, but uh, so they've kind of put themselves out of the Bellinger sweepstakes they pivoted and and made another or made other additions that that have now it seems like cost Boris um, at least one of the teams that could have been a suitor for Bellinger so I, I think both sides can be true that whichever team Bellinger signs with like the 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 front office and the agent are going to have to meet in the middle at some point um, but yeah it's it's both teams are going to have to give a little bit both sides are going to have to give a little bit otherwise it's not going to work out yeah, I mean, it's day 136 of the Cody Bellinger free agency experience. I don't I don't have any answers for y'all anymore, man. Like I went on the rant yesterday. Like I still feel the same. It's I just think that this is a terrible way to grow the game if you're looking at it from a league standpoint. You know, I I think that players should get the deal that they're deserved, uh, but at the same time like I don't know how like you see fans in the chat, you see you see people on social media like it's this the the fact that these these main guys are you know pitchers and catchers report like technically supposed to report tomorrow like it just like this is not good for the game man i, I I'm, and i'm gonna die on that hill i don't i don't care what anyone says um doesn't mean i don't want players to get the deal they deserve but like the fact that you're 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 at spring training the start of the season, the start of spring training, and you're going to be asking questions about Cody Bellinger and them signing him at spring training. That's enough for me to just like. What else do I have to say? Well, it's a it's a mess. I, it's it's bullshit. In honest, in all I think, honesty, <laughs> I think I disagree to a point. Honestly, that as far as growing the game, like the casual fan, the fan that might turn into becoming a baseball fan doesn't doesn't give a damn about the off season as much as. As, as the games themselves, right? So I don't think, like, changing the offseason is going to make the people that love baseball explode, like the, the population that loves baseball explode. But, I, I mean, in a sense, I do agree that, I mean, it's not it's not great for the game, right? It's not great for... And that's what I'm basically you know, maybe saying. Tur- maybe turning off the fans that are already there uh, to, mm-hmm. because they want, they want to know who's going to be on their team. They want to know where these best players are going to sign. So you may turn off some fans, in a sense. But I don't, I don't know that it's... I don't know that it's it, it as far as growth, the off season and, and free agency really helps that much. I don't know, and I'm I'm just saying that based on my own opinion, right? Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, I, I, again, I agree in a sense that like you could be hurting the fans that are already here and want don't want to see this process dragged out any longer. It's yeah. definitely a turnoff to people who de- for sure care. Well, of course, we're like we're diehard baseball fans, and so we're going to pay attention anyway. But like it gets to a point to where you just feel like you're it's insanity 
Like, it's a long I, a time. A lot of us are at a point where we're just like, it's so bad now, Ryan, that people are starting to talk themselves out of Cody Bellinger. Like thinking <laughs> that they that the it would be a bad move for the Cubs to get Cody Bellinger now. Like that's where it's at, man. From like a, from a fan standpoint, specifically, not like not and from they, a baseball standpoint, just from a fan standpoint. There are people in our chat. There are people on social media saying this, man. Like it's it there 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 has to be. Again, there has to be something that changes this at some point down the line. I know it you got to wait till the next collective collective bargaining agreement, all that shit. I understand that we'll probably do this again next offseason with Boris clients, but it doesn't take away the, the point that it's bullshit. <laughs> we got a, we have a super chat about that. Jim uh, Barista says, 499, thank you guys at CHGO Cubs for showing up every weekday to talk Cubs baseball through the most boring offseason in years. Appreciate you all. <laughs> thank you for that. Uh, you, Fernando Jim. is one of those guys that thinks Belly's making a mistake by not just getting there now. Uh, late spring start will be the slow start excuse for Belly. Devil's advocate, yeah. spin zone as you like to call it, Cody, he could walk onto the fle- field when the full team arrives, just like Dexter Fowler, and it would yeah. be hashtag vibes. Yeah. And Dexter Fowler had the best season of his career that year. But right, so. Yeah. But it is Another different. Spin, because, other, go ahead, Ryan. Say, other, other spin zone to that is that, if we're being honest, position players don't need as much time to ramp up as like pitchers do. So even if he were to come in like on March 1st, like I don't think it would be the end of the world. But, yeah, like, you'd obviously like to have your full team in Mesa as soon as possible. And – Nico Horner's the guy that pointed out today, you were there, Ryan, that like Bellinger's big season last year, his bounce back season after two great years. Now, Nico wasn't saying this like, oh, that's what he should have done, but he points out that, I mean, Bellinger was there right after New Year's Day last year. Mm-hmm. So he, in order to turn his career back around, what he did was show up on like January 1st. And that was the path for a good season last year. Now, Horner uh, uh, saying to Ryan and some reporters, it's definitely, I've definitely kind of given him his space talking about Cody Bellinger. I just hope that the process is what he wants and he gets what he deserves. He's been everything you could ask for from a teammate, just so consistent with his work. Just really satisfying to see a good person just earn such a great spot for themselves. Obviously, I'd love to have him here. That'd be amazing, but I'm just happy for him too as a person. Cool. Now I hope he's on the Cubs, right? <laughs> yeah. Like I, I don't need to see oh, yeah. him. And I heard the rumor. What, what did we, yesterday we we're talking about the rumor Dodgers, and I almost vomited. Yeah. No Astros. He, he, Astros. We oh, heard yeah, the Astros, Astros rumor yesterday. I was like, like Dodgers. Oh. Where did you see that? Not not Dodgers. I'm an Astros. No. And that would yeah, be. He, no, I couldn't take it. Yeah, I would say Nico didn't. He didn't outwardly do. He didn't take the Dansby Swanson route, taking the stage at Cubs <laughs> convention and saying we need to re-sign Belly. Uh-huh. Uh, but, I, you know, they feel the same way. And I, I think most of the guys in that clubhouse feel the same way that, like, obviously adding Cody Bellinger, just obviously adding Cody Bellinger, even if he wasn't on the team last year, would be a huge move. But to bring back one of the guys they fought with for an entire season, really turn himself around and, and you know, mixed well with that group. I mean, that's that that adds another layer onto why they all want him back so much. And, and so you could ask anyone, they give you the same, tell you the same thing that they want him back. 
Right. And I guess I didn't phrase that right. Rich and some other people are pointing out that he lives there in the offseason. Yeah. So it's not like he got there on January 1st. No, but he's, he was working out at the Cubs yeah. facility. He was at the complex like this, as soon as the New Year turned last it, year. As soon there. as he could get there, he was working out at the complex. And Obviously, he's not going to do it as a free agent because he doesn't want to get yeah. hurt and lose all his money. Right. But if I, if I remember correctly, he may have been here like not too long after he signed last year. And that was like December 22. That was, was winter meetings. Right. So he may have already been coming to the complex like not very long after he signed if i remember right because he lives there but but even then like he was already going to the facility working out and stuff and i mean maybe this is just more of like my own talking myself in my head but you know he's had to have heard a lot of the the conversation the discourse related to him and his free agency and how some about how teams are you know questioning which version of him he is I feel pretty good about him coming into 2024 motivated to be what he was last year. I, I don't I don't see I don't see a letdown. And again, he's still he'll be entering age 29 season. Like there's still still plenty of reason for him to continue to try and be a really good player. Not that players don't do that anyway, but um, I like I'm getting the vibe in the chat, uh, the YouTube chat, trying to like kind of start that discourse and i'm i'm putting a stop to it because it's stupid <laughs> i'm, I'm going to admit something i'm with gary on this i'm with gary i still think it's happening on 2 24 24 that's the new date i'm setting as cody bellinger day now i'll already be they're out just there. they're just going to wait for wow. the 24th on year 24 for number 24 and he's going to walk out onto the field and all the players will go crazy and we'll all forget about how long it was deal i'm in i mean i'll be i don't want to wait that long happens. but i think it could could happen this the is vibes the third, would be the third date you've set right no fourth date that you've set for mm-hmm. cody bellinger no don't let the facts get in the way of a good story i'm predicting two 24 24 that's <laughs> what i'm doing here uh oh god please yeah actually i'll take it beforehand so i can stop doing these stupid instagram videos Counting down the days. Counting down every single day. I like those. I appreciate that, Sarah. <laughs> so what, what happens tomorrow then, Ryan? Ryan, everybody, all the pitchers and catchers have to be there tomorrow, right? Yeah, so we might get a little more. And then and like, then a week later is full full team. Yeah, I think Monday is the day full team's got to be here. But like I said, most of the team is already here working out. They may not be like a bunch of scheduled stuff for position players until Monday, but most of the team is already here, has been here working out and stuff and that's you know that's talking to Nico that's another thing he noted that um, you know he doesn't know specifically that a bunch of guys are getting here extra early so that they can you know just based on how the season ended and that that's a huge factor he doesn't know for sure that that's it um, but I think he does he, he, he sees a lot of guys that are motivated to be better guys that may have had good seasons but want to go out and have great seasons you know I even asked him you know personally what's kind of the offseason been like for him um, as far as, you know, coming off a kind of a breakout season for him, you know, what has this offseason, what has been your motivation this offseason to try to, you know, improve on that even in 24? And, you know, he kind of, t- well, the first thing I said, and I like this, was that he kind of wants to have the same mindset of improving regardless of how good his season was this, the year prior, like for the rest of his career. Like, regardless of how good or bad he does, the goal should always be to improve on it. And I, you know, I kind of like that notion, just keeping that in his head. But, um, you know, just talked about, 
being able to be out there the entire season, you know, I don't even know if he went on the IL at all. I don't remember for sure, but um, just being able to make it through the grind of the 162, especially that second half where they were really no no days off for a lot of those guys. Um, so, yeah, so back to the original point, like he, he, he's seeing a lot of guys here with a lot of motivation to be better themselves uh, in 2024. Um, and so, yeah, you have most of the position players already here, probably, you know, already working out, doing drills and stuff. Um, but that's, yeah, that's coming up next Monday would be then. Like I said, we'll have pitchers and catchers tomorrow, um, front office talks, Craig Council talks, and really hit the ground running for spring training. I mean, we got – he's Ryan is our boots on the ground. That's our guy, right? And he's boots on the ground. Cody, if Ryan can't get Bellinger signed, then Cody will be out there next week. Yeah, you, I, I will be. I will be. I'll be. I will be there, and I will be. I don't know, kicking and screaming or something. I don't know what I'll be doing, but yeah. By the way, Ryan, way. have you hit In and Out yet? It, when is that on the schedule? Um, so I'm a Whataburger guy, and yes, I did hit yeah. Whataburger last night. Yeah. Oh, Whataburger, good I mean, choice. In, in, in and Out's good, and Whataburger mm-hmm. clears it by by miles. That's my- a great, great call. I like In and Out, but I mean, but Whataburger is better. Yeah. It's just not yeah. as talked about sometimes. Dude, that's true. It is underrated. You know, we don't talk enough about Whataburger. You're right. Yeah. What, what well, we don't talk about it a lot here because there's not one here in the Midwest. Right. But. Which is yeah, we, need, we need to bring one. We need to, right, we need to start the campaign to bring one out to Chicago. Tomorrow we expect a Hawaiian shirt because I've looked at your forecast. Let me look again. <laughs> uh, you know, we don't want this. What do I got here? Thirty-eight. Tomorrow. Ryan's got 70 degrees for a high. Thursday, 73. Friday, 74. Saturday, 78. Sunday, 75. Monday, 75. Tuesday, 79. 76, 73. He's in paradise. Yeah. He's in paradise. I agree. Break out the horns. I'll have the hoodie when I arrive here, you know, in the morning, and it's a little chilly, but then when the day heats up, Hawaiians will come out. That's that's how we got to do it. All right. All right. All right, thanks, Ryan. Appreciate you jumping on. Uh, we'll talk to you again tomorrow. Unless, of course, Bellinger signs tonight, and then we have the emergency podcast. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. We'll see. All right, thanks. Guys. Thanks. Cody, Cody, tell us about uh, our friends at Prize Picks. Prize Picks. Could have made some money on Prize Picks on the day of the Super Bowl. Uh, maybe make some. Uh, you got college basketball tonight. You got NBA. You can do it all on Prize Picks, right? Um, it's the largest daily fantasy sports. Uh, platform in North America, They're the easiest and most exciting way to play DFS because, Luke, and let me uh-huh. emphasize this, Yeah, it's just you against the numbers, man. It's not like yep. going on some of these other platforms where you have to face your friends or random people that you're never going to meet in your life and you lose by one or two points and you know that person's happy and, 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 and you lose and you get nothing. At least... In this instance, when you lose, it's just because your number didn't go over, right? It's your own fault. It's your own fault for not being smart at at betting, right? So instead of battling thousands of players, including pros and sharks, you pick more more than or less than on two to six player stat projections and watch the winnings roll in, all right? Uh, Prize Picks is the most fun that I've had winning up to 25 times my money this basketball season, this hockey season, this college basketball season, this NFL season that just ended. Um, Again, you select two or more players, pick more or less on their projected stats. It's like over-unders for, like, props. Like, for instance, uh, what, I had the over or I had more than on 
uh, Debo Samuel on rushing the other day on the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Didn't come close, so I lost. But Dubs uh, won sixty three bucks on prize. Exactly. Picks. Like if you had gone if you had gone less, then you credit you to him. Won, you know, you would have got a lot of credit. I would have given you a lot of credit. All right. So uh, again, the Bulls were on last night. Would you have taken Io DeSumo's more than threes or just more than on points? Because the dude had a career high. A line I legend, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you had done anything with Io DeSumo last night on prize picks, you would have made lots of money. All right? So it's one of the great things. All right? Must be you, – you must do this. I'm telling you. Prize picks Get is the place done. to be. All right? Go to prizepicks.com slash chgo and use code chgo for a first deposit matchup to $100 that's prizepicks.com slash chgo and use code chgo daily fantasy sports made easy i wish you guys could see what's going on behind the scenes right now here at chgo yeah i'm not allowed to say it i'm just telling you there's a new partner in the building we're we're excited The yeah. announcement's coming soon. I don't want to give it away like I gave away the Corey Crawford thing by accident the other day. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell the old guy the details. I know the details, but look at me keeping yeah. a secret. I'm just telling you, new partner in the house. We're very excited. Credit to him for not revealing. Credit to me for not giving it away yes. early. Very big, big of me. Credit very to me. Thank you very much. By the way, I should tell you. I don't know if you know this. It is getting easier uh, for businesses to switch to electric vehicles right now. It's something, you know, we can all get behind for us and for, you know, the well-being of uh, all of us who share this beautiful planet. Absolutely, Luke. The electric grid is evolving to meet your cleaner energy needs as we all move with confidence toward an electric tomorrow. Whether you have one delivery van, a whole fleet of shipping trucks, ComEd can help guide you to make the changes that make sense. Uh, So what should business owners do, Cody? Luke, how many times do I have to tell you? Yeah. You got to go to comed.com slash clean, all right, to learn more about the resources, fleet rebates, and infrastructure incentives available to help businesses go electric. If you own a business, don't wait. Start making your plan today to switch to electric vehicles. Good for business, good for the planet, good for all of us. Go to comed.com slash clean. Well, thanks to Mike Dubs, I just realized that uh, Justin Steele's 170.5 strikeouts on prize picks and so I missed what you were saying. Did you say comed.com slash clean? Yeah. I don't blame you for missing that. I missed it. Because that is a huge prop on price picks I would love to take. Um, but, yes, go now and see how, electric, how going electric connects us to a better way of doing business and a better future of generations to come. Yeah. Again, listen, I'm not going to give anything away because that's not what I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, I, I do do it, but I didn't do it on purpose. I'm, not, I'm just telling you, new sponsor in the building, and all I can tell you about that exciting announcement that will be coming up is that beer bats are going to vibe this year. <laughs> That's all I can say. Better than they ever did before. Beer bats are going to vibe this year. Yeah. After every win. Anyways. Which we're manifesting at least 90 one way or another. Somehow, some way. We did have a, was it Wild Thought Wednesday last week where I said, I'll bring Solaire back. Look at all the power he gives you. Make him the DH. And then we realized that wasn't a good idea. But anyways, (laughs) he's not coming to the Cubs. Former Cub, always a Cub. Cubs legend. Jorge Solaire. World Series champion. World Series champion. Two-time World Series champion. Three years. One with the Cubs, one with the the Braves. Yeah. Yeah. Three years, $42 million to the Giants. Mm -hmm. He fits that lineup. He does fit that lineup. They need right-handed power. Yeah. I just don't think he I – have, I have no anger about it because I don't think he 
fits what the Cubs need. There's there's much cheaper ways of getting the right-handed power, whether well, whether that's Wisdom playing more in a DH role, whether that's Morrell playing more as DH, whether that's well, Canario getting a shot. Well, just when you think about it, do you want Jorge Soler to take the at-bats away from Christopher Morrell? Do you want Jorge Soler to take at-bats away from Alexander Canario if he's here, if they don't trade him, which spring training technically starts tomorrow. I feel like he's going to be here. Um, and also, he's a right-handed power bat. The, the Cubs have plenty of those guys. I never thought that the Cubs were ever interested or serious about him at all. It's a nice contract for him. Like, he's yeah, a like very good player. Like $14 million a year? He had almost 40 bombs last year. Like, I, I get it. Like, I understand why there were some fans who wanted him, but it's like the Cubs have so many right-handed bats. It doesn't make any sense. And again, at this point, for what we know, Christopher Morrell is going to be the DH. That that's 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 what I'm going into spring training thinking. Like I I I, I, I hope I'm wrong, and I hope that they move him, like they put him out of position. But I'm I'm right now. I'm I thinking agree. he's going to be the DH again. Like I I have no choice other than to believe that. I and unless. Unless they really do give him that full shot at third base, I I think he's going to be your main DH. Yeah, Bellinger is story number one until opening day, and whatever Morrell ends up being will be story story number two all spring. And I agree with you. I I don't expect him to be the opening day third baseman. Mm -hmm. If he is and he's improved his defense, credit to him, bonus to the Cubs. Yeah. But I think the most likely scenario is that he's probably going to be the DH this year. Yeah, and it, it, more it, often than not, he, right. he's going to play some. But more often than not, I bet he's your DH. But I, I, again, I would love, I would love for the, that storyline to to, yes. to change. But at this point, we just don't have any evidence that shows that that's going to happen. Especially what they said at CubsCon, like we've talked about the last handful of weeks. Like so. To, again, to bring it back around, like Jorge Soler just didn't have a spot on this roster, man. Like, do you want to take away at bats from Christopher Morel? I don't think any of you in the chat want to do that. So, like, it's fine. I don't. I don't again, I don't think anyone was real serious about Jorge Soler being a Cub. In my opinion, I. I but it would have been nice to had to add the power if 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 that's a thing. But <laughs> I I don't know what else to tell y'all. Like, this is this is how I'm viewing it. And I think if I'm reading it right, then that's how I think the Cubs are viewing it too. Barb's calling, uh, by the way, Barb, of course, the godmother of the CHGO Cubs podcast, is calling Morell's going to hit more homers than Juan Soto this year. It's a bold Kool-Aid. take. A lot of Kool-Aid, Barb. That's a bold that's take. That's a blue Kool-Aid if you're predicting the Super Bowl Kool-Aid color. She also predicts Jackson Ferris will be a Hall of Famer. So Well, we'll see. We'll see. Listen, put some respect on Juan Soto's name. Come on now, Barb. Come how, on. How about a friend of the podcast, John Morosi from MLB Network, our, our pal, saying that the Cubs are monitoring Noah Syndergaard and Michael Lorenzen. You buying that? I, you, buy, you buying what, stock in one of those? Keeping an eye maybe, on those two guys? Maybe Lorenzen. I'm not high on Syndergaard at this point in his career. Like he's one of the few ones who had Tommy John and then did not get better. Right. His velocity is significantly it's become dropped. a different pitcher. And like when you look at Noah Syndergaard and you think about the times that he hurt the Cubs, it was whenever it was before Tommy John. The guy was throwing upper nineties, had electric stuff, he had electric hair. People were calling him Thor, all these things. But he is not that guy anymore. The only thing that I can think of is 
you know, he's cheap and the Cubs are thinking, oh, okay, throw him in the pitch cl- pitch lab. It's, mm-hmm. There's no risk in it. Like if you give him like mm-hmm. the minor league deal or something like that, let him come in spring training invite and see what happens. Great. And and, and if, he, if he looks good, okay. But like he's, he's going to be battling for a, a, a spot against a lot of dudes who are honestly better than him. So like Lorenzen, at least there's some recent success there. Um, here's what so, I, yeah, here's what I'm at. Here's what I like about the report. It goes back to what we've talked about for two years, build depth, right? Uh, if it, if the, if the deal's not too expensive, does either guy excite me? No, I'd rather have Lorenzen than I would Syndergaard, but it's about building quality depth, right? I just saw at the very beginning of the podcast, somebody in the live chat was telling us that at that moment, uh, former Cub, Adrian Sampson, had signed with, was it the Giants? Someone said that in the chat? Yeah, that Adrian Sampson had just signed, uh, you know, I'm sure it's a minor league deal, a uh, show up to spring training type of deal. But uh, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm talking about. I think Sarah's trying to find it. Some, it was way at the beginning of the show. Oh, really? Way at okay. the beginning of the show. Um, and I just kind of let it go by. But I did see somewhere that Adrian Sampson had signed with somebody. See if we can find it in there. Who, who was telling us that? Maybe somebody remembers in the chat and can tell us. Anyways, <laughs> it, it's it's not significant to this. I'm just saying that's that's the type of depth you need. You need other guys that you're not thinking about going into the season that may need to have a start or two or that are capable of a start or two or that can get you through a stretch of the season when you really need that extra arm. So I'm not saying they desperately need those guys. I personally think the Cubs could be done fixing their setting up their arms for the season. Clearly, they're not done with the bats for the season. They can't be. Because if they're done with the bats for the season, then we're in trouble. I agree. Pitchers, it's okay if they are, but I wouldn't. I still wouldn't mind a little extra depth if, if you can afford it somewhere. So Yeah. Lorenzen, again, Lorenzen to me makes a lot of sense. Um, and one thing, and I'll, I, I got to give a lot of credit to – uh, Sahadev Sharma from The Athletic today in his article that he put out there. I think it, it might have been co, co-written with Patrick Mooney, uh, so I'll just mention them both anyway. But um, when they were talking about the pitching, because it's kind of they have a column or like subheadings talking about pitching uh, or starting pitching, bullpen, offense. And when they got to the pitching, they emph- he emphasized about how council – when he was with Milwaukee, how um, they would go, they would give a lot of guys like extra rest. Like Corbin Burns would have more mm-hmm. than five days off in between starts, multi- like a lot during his time with the Brewers. Um, so I'm, I'm thinking about a lot of these swingman guys, or it, it got me thinking about a lot of these swingman guys the Cubs have. Um, Oh, there's a comment. John Golden, Rangers, Rangers, Rangers. signed Adrian Sampson to Rangers. a minor league deal. Anyway. I knew I saw um, it somewhere. So when you think about the Cubs swingman guys they have in the rotation slash bullpen, uh-huh. it's Javier Saad, yep. Hayden, Hayden Wisniewski, Assman Wisniewski. Uh, Drew Smiley. Yep. Um, there's, there's the, those three are the top ones on my head. But like then you can think about you know maybe a Ben Brown if they call him up this year, which he probably will be. He's healthy. Right? You don't know if Wicks could end up being Jordan Wicks could perhaps be that if they do right. add another pitcher. 
but Michael Lorenzen would be right in that as well. So the way that I think about it is, it's like, and it goes back to a quote that Jed had at Cubs convention, something about how, like, when you looked at 2016, you had their starting rotation and all of them were healthy the entire season and they won the World Series that way. And he said something about how, like, that feels like a hundred years ago. That doesn't happen. Like no one around the league is doing that anymore. And you need more depth and like pitching wise to get through a full 162. And so when you, again, when you talk about Michael Lorenzen, that's, that's what makes me intrigued about him. Sure. And I guess same thing about Noah Syndergaard, but it's just like, he would be a reclamation project. And the Cubs have enough of those guys, man. Well, Keegan Keegan Thompson could be that Keegan guy Thompson too. The, the too. mayor could yeah. b- have a bounce back here. Here's the hoping. Like they have plenty. Of, it feels man, like they he had, was a weapon the year before. Like he was. I, mm. It feels like the Cubs have a lot of swingman guys. But the thing is, is not all of them are going to be on the major league roster for from April 1st or whatever to the end of the year. They're going to need some of those guys to remain in Iowa, um, and the guys who pitch well in the spring and have more more upside in terms of how the Cubs think, then those guys are going to be on the roster opening day. But what I'm saying, again, what I'm saying is, is that whoever's in the starting rotation opening day, don't be surprised if we see a lot of them get more rest throughout the year, more Mm -hmm. than five days. Maybe they get six days off. Like I'm just saying, Craig council did Mm -hmm. that. Craig council did that with Milwaukee. So like, why wouldn't he do that with the Cubs? So it's just something to really pay attention to. And honestly, I, I like the idea of it because it just provides more rest. And as we saw, even with Justin Steele specifically last year at the end of the year, man, he was, it was he reached a career high in innings pitched in his last two starts. He wasn't very good in those last two starts. And it's probably because he was out of gas. Man. Yeah. He probably needed some extra rest. And um, if you get to the playoffs, I mean, obviously step one is getting the playoffs, but you don't want to be totally worn out yeah. either. So. Again, when it comes to like a guy like Michael Lorenzen or a Noah Syndergaard, that's how I view them. Like they're they're going to be a guy who can probably help in your bullpen, but I wouldn't be surprised if they get a start here or there too. David Snyder in a live YouTube chat says Syndergaard likely a bargain price. Liam Hendricks also a bargain pitcher. He wants to stay in Chicago. Jed's a bargain hunter. If we get Belly, he should lead off until he slumps. All right. Well, I I don't know about all of that, but I agree with <laughs> I agree a, with some was, of it. That was a that was a lot packed yeah. into one. That's a good comment. I mean, I I don't hate it. No, and, I don't. And that's another thing that Council did too. He would play his best player at the very top of the lineup. Mm-hmm. You know. I mean, I called for it last year to be the number two hitter. Yeah. I wanted him two or three, so I at mm-hmm. least knew that there was a chance he was going to get the extra at bat. Yeah. I mean, he consistently in the Brewers lineup last year it was Yelich and and William Contreras. At the very top of the lineup. You look at the Cubs lineup right now. You add in Cody Bellinger. Cody Bellinger is the best hitter on your team. He's undoubtedly the, the best hitter. Um, you know, you, after that, maybe, maybe uh, you know, it's Ian Happ or it's, it's Seiya. You know, something like that. Like, it's kind of like that's where – that's how I view that the lineup's going to be made. I think it's going to be a lot different than what we saw from David Ross. I'm, I'm looking at this live YouTube chat. Uh, uh, you know, I, I see us on the screen there. I'm surrounded by cactuses. Cacti? They're at my feet. They're at my side. A lot, lot, lot to think about there. A lot, lot of prickly uh, cactus. You know what I think about more than that, though? Floors. How can I upgrade my flooring? 
Yeah, see? I was thinking exactly How what can I thinking. upgrade my flooring today? And the answer is Empire Today. You get to shop at home convenience, the right product for your needs. Empire Today is the best place to get your new flooring. So, of course, there's copycats out there, but those copycats can't keep up with the quality, service, speed, or any of the other stuff that they do so well at Empire. You know, First of all, they take the garbage samples out of it. They don't allow you to get the cheap stuff that's just going to fall apart and you're going to be angry about. They only give you the best quality items. That's it. So that's why they're not saying we're the lowest price on the market. They're giving you the good stuff at the best price. So, And then they give you the virtual floor designer, which allows you to snap a picture of your room and then virtually see what it's going to look like in your space, which is hard to visualize sometimes. So that really helps. And you can go to the big box store and you might go there and you might say, oh, I can get my new floor in here. Yep. And you might have someone helping you that was working in plumbing the day before. Mm. They might have been in lumber. They could be uh, over selling drills the day before that. They might have been selling Chris- indoor Christmas trees the time before that. You just never know. So Empire, all they do is flooring. And they service their own warranties too. If an issue arises with Empire, all you have to do is call them because they service their own warranty. You don't have to track down the manufacturer's phone number. Schedule a free in-home estimate today, and you're not going to believe this, but it's true. Listeners here at CHGO, are you ready for it? That's right, the Godfather is $350 off. All you have to do is use the code CHGO. The Godfather of CHGO, Michael Collada, he did it. Got $350 off his Credit new flooring. Him. Credit to him. Restrictions apply. See empiretoday.com slash CHGO for details. Again, the promo code CHGO gets you $350 off. Now, we've been talking a lot about our partners today, and we've got great mm-hmm. partners, and I'm telling you, we got a new one coming in that's going to be spectacular. Going to blow your socks off. It, mix, it will mix well with this next one. It's going to mix well with this one. But everything goes well with this one. Charlie the Bacon Guy. Based out of Woodridge, Illinois, he makes craft bacon and bacon jams in over 35 different flares. I was kind of going through his website the other day, and I was just thinking, what a... Where do I want to dabble here? You know, where, where do I want to, what do I want to try out? I've got some ideas. I, I have some ideas. I really do think I want to try out the French toast one. Uh, bacon jams, all naturally cured, preservative-free products. There aren't any ingredients that Charlie can't pronounce himself involved in the process, unlike most store-bought bacon. Vacuum sealed, freezes perfectly. Bacon lasts in a package up to 60 days in the fridge, one week after the seal is broken, nine months in the freezer. Bacon jam lasts 90 days in the fridge, up to a year in the freezer, and about 30 seconds here in at CHGO. Some of my favorites, maple pepper, rosemary, chorizo. Now, I haven't tried the French toast, but that's the one I'm going to go after. Also, Korean barbecue, jardinera, ranch, Old Bay, the bacon jam flavors, well, I've tried a lot of those. The original itself is spectacular, okay? And it's, it improves anything. It goes on scrambled eggs. It goes with toast. It goes with crackers. It really cranks up. You, th- you know, you want to haul out the grill right now and you think you make a good burger? Wait do you throw some of Charlie the Bacon Guy's bacon jam on there? Or slide it into your grilled cheese, Right? Valentine's Day is tomorrow. Is there a better gift than bacon jam? No. Hi, dear. I have three different types of bacon jam for you to try tonight. Mm. Honey, I made you one of my patented grilled cheeses. And wait till you taste the bacon jam that I slipped in there. You're not going to believe. Or you really want to show off for the wife or husband. And you're like, hey, 
Guess what? Valentine's Day, I made a charcuterie board. Mm. Hell yeah. I got all kinds of cheeses on there. That's great. Maybe I got a little salami on there. Put a slab of bacon jam on and watch your partner melt right there. Mm. They just won't even know what to do. They're just going to probably faint. I mean, you're giving great Valentine's Day advice here. Listen, so. you want to sp- spice up your life? Bring a little bacon jam. Yeah. into your life starting now you can save 10 percent on your order at charliethebaconguy.com when you use the code chgo again four most important letters in the alphabet chgo at checkout you can pick it up that's the most efficient way or charlie will deliver it to you meet you halfway or even ship it he makes the bacon so you can bring it home don't disappoint your loved one on valentine's day give them what they want bacon you do that. Lots and lots of bacon. You do that, we'll give you lots of credit. That's right. Uh, we have like 170-some people watching How about and only that? 49 likes. That's not right. And we even have a thumbs down. Like, I was going to say, well, don't we forget about have the thumbs, thumbs down. down. Yeah, like, we always have a thumbs make down. That makes sense. I, I don't it's under, so, I, don't, I love it. I That's understand. my favorite part of the show is when I see the thumbs down come in, I'm always like, yep, whoever that loser is, we got to him again. Yeah. <laughs> You Credit to us. We got to that loser. Whoever that yeah. loser is, they just wasted yeah. 10 seconds of their life going in and putting down that Speaking of losers, down. there's this guy, he watched our show last week, and he said he, watched, it, he, said he watched the show for 10 minutes, Yeah, and then like said that it was the first and only time he'll ever watch the show, and then yeah, he replied to one of our tweets that I put up last <laughs> night, and I'm like, bro, no one's asking you to be here if you don't, like, listen, you love the show, you want to watch the show, hey, we appreciate y'all who want to watch the show, but we ain't forcing you to be here, oh, man. Oh, no. So I'm convinced maybe the guy giving us the thumbs down is is that guy. Well. Because he's here, but. He or she is he's definitely like, not a He's like hate watching us right now. I'm Which convinced. is wonderful. Which, yeah, I appreciate. You want to hate watch? You listen, listen, I love a good hate watch, all right? Anytime the Cardinals or the Packers in the playoffs, I'm, 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 I'm right. you, bro. I'm you. When the Cardinals or the Packers are in the playoffs, I'm you. I'm hate watching the shit out of that. All right. Carter so Hawkins thinks it's you Barb. For being that. Carter Hawkins thinks it's Barb. Here's mm. what I say. Mm. Whoever the thumbs down person is, go ahead, send us a direct message. Let us know who you are. Maybe the godfather, Michael Collado, will make you a heart-shaped pizza like he does every Ooh. Valentine's Day. Credit you know, to Godfather. Play this into something special. Credit to Godfather. Godfather will make you one of those heart-shaped pizzas. Uh, I, I know Mel Nottis makes those too, but Godfather is uh, you know, he definitely has the brand of of bitter bitterness. But when it comes to what he's got to do to make, heart of gold. I'm assuming his his wife heart happy, of gold. he's has yeah. a heart of gold. He's or in a this good case, man. a heart of a heart of sausage pizza. Credit credit this, to what kind of credit pizza to Godfather. Godfather, I I saw Mike Dubs offering up you because you sounded so sad about Cody mm. Bellinger. Do you need a heart shaped Portillo's cake? Well, he was for the holiday. He, he was, and my answer it. is no, Mike. He doesn't. I do. <laughs> I don't if I'm still trying to drop the 30 pounds that I'm trying to drop before opening day. Right. And I but because I look scale, like Usher, I'm willing to eat week, that cake for you. Yeah. Right? I might have a yeah, bite, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't do that again. Can we do that again? It's like oh, when you sing by, Creek. Yeah. By the way, I did check into Usher's new album today while I was at the gym. Of course you did. You, it, it is, it's good. That's why he spent the $7 million on performing, because he knew a lot of people were going to check that out. People like me. Yeah, 45 and still dancing. Pretty impressive. <laughs> He'll need a new hip pretty soon, though. <laughs> uh, so I know Cody wanted to talk about this because I saw it on social media before I got here. And 
I'm not upset about it. You're at not all. really upset about it, but some people on Twitter were a little upset about I it. I mean, I'm a, I'm a little annoyed by it. Like, There's I'll a get new over home it. jersey. It still looks the same, but some people don't like. What's altered on it? You think the it's font the is different? The, it's the text. The name or is the, smaller. The font. Yes, the name is smaller. All right. This is. It uh, does sort of look like a knockoff with the name being that small. Yeah. I saw this tweeted from the guys over at Just Baseball, and it's a picture that's taken by someone on Twitter with the handle "I Hate Lettuce 2. Great name, by the way. Um, and it's it's just a picture of an Ian Happ jersey at the Cubs Cub store today. And I'm telling you, if you if you're not watching on YouTube and you're listening to podcast version, just like go go look at. If you live in Chicago or if you live in Wrigley, like just go look at it yourself or come to the YouTube channel and, and see. Like, I'm bothered by the size of the font. I really am. It As someone me. who used to work at the Cub store, the one in Wrigley Field, you and did? I used to, yeah. I didn't um, know that. Yeah, oh, yeah. I did it for three and a half years. So it you could have got us a discount, huh? I did. That was my Christmas huh. presents for quite a few years. Maybe you still but, know some um, people. Anyways, first, anyway, I sorry. used to make uh, jerseys there all the time, like the custom jerseys and everything. And when I look at that photo, it looks like the letters they're using are the kid size letters because they have the adult size letters and then the kid jersey ones. And those letters look like the kid jersey ones that they're using then on the adult jersey. So maybe, maybe the photo was taken of the discount rack. Like some employees started throwing <laughs> the wrong letters on and like, hey, maybe. these are 40% off. Maybe, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't know I don't, yet. I like the letters a little bigger, and then I don't know. Now, I will say I came across an article uh, that has quotes from certain players who have seen them and have kind of said good things about them. Like I think it was. I don't know why it was quotes from Cardinals players, but like no one Arenado likes it. I guess it. Like it's not as heavy. I guess in some ways. Yeah. So like for playing, perhaps it's probably better for the players. But I also know that like Miles Michaelis, and I can't believe I'm agreeing with Michael's uh, Miles Michaelis on something. Uh, that's with, let's not take note of this at all. Like let's please forget this. But I, I'm giving him credit for something for saying that like he thinks that the the uniform is awful. He says it looks cheap. Um, yeah. So like the it's kind of it's kind of boy. There's no like middle ground. Godfather's got something to say about that, I'm sure, when you said so. the word cheap. <laughs> I'm thinking exactly what Rob and some other people in the live YouTube chat, part of the what, CHO Cubs family, I'm going to say spin zone. <laughs> They're making the font smaller because they got to get Crow Armstrong on there they looking better next year. They found a way to do it. They found yeah, a way but to it's going to look better. Year. They wrapped around a little too much. They were like, you know what? Let's, I think it looks cool He's going to be our next star player. Let's shrink the font. I don't know. No, the thing is, is that every team is, it's going to be like this for every team, Luke. It's, it, it's not just a Cubs thing. Would you not let the facts get in the way of a good in story? In this instance, no, because you know what? Fans want to buy a damn jersey, man. I ain't going to at this point because I'm like, it's kind of weird for someone my age to be buying a younger man's jersey. But, you know, like, I, I just think fans deserve better. It like, looks I feel like, like the same Nike jersey, had right? one job, bro, and they then they they messed it up. I'm sorry. And will I get over it? Yes, I'll probably get over it in like you know tomorrow. But right. to me, like this is it. I'm kind of siding with Miles Michaels. It looks kind of cheap. Looks like they could have done better. Well, they this did get they into, did get the Jordan pitch right. So credit <laughs> to them. Yeah. What well, it is, what it is. Like I, I'm not. I'm I'm whatever about it. But I just. I just feel like it could be better. I'm sorry. They got to make room for slaughter on the back, Gary says. 
Fair enough. Fair uh, enough, Gary. I, by the way, I also saw, speaking of things you can go buy, that uh, our Twitter follow, One Million Cubs, we, we mm. had him on at the uh, trade, show last, the trade show last year. Cubs mm-hmm. fan who's trying to collect One Million Cubs baseball cards is now up to 994, 595. And the newest one is something that gets Brendan Miller's hair even wavier. Even wave, just a little more volume and a little more wave to it. My favorite player. Dansby Swanson's tops card for this year. That's a sharp-looking baseball card. I haven't bought a baseball card in a long time, but I'm thinking my son sometime soon might want to collect baseball cards. That's a pretty good one. You know what? I feel like this could be your new bit, and I see this on the internet a lot, but like people like watching people do shit. People would love to watch you open baseball cards. That could be your new thing. Right. Probably with my shirt off, but that's a whole nother. Well, you won't even be in the video. It's just be your hands opening Oh, just cards. my hands. Oh, yeah. I do. I have model hands, like, yeah. right? I think people would love watching you opening a pack of, like, a, a one of those watching big giant boxes do yeah. doing that. Yeah. I think yeah, people he, would enjoy that. You get a whole case of them. I saw they were all showing up. It's weird how people like watching people do shit, but really people is. like watching people open baseball cards really or whatever. Is. They do. For the last month, they could have just watched me blow my nose. <laughs> I don't know if they want to see that, but buddy, you never know. You never People know. Are weird. They're freaky. People are weird. You are right. This year's tops card looks really good, says Dubs. I agree. That's yeah. you know, Dubs that's pretty sharp. Guy. I like some of the ones they've done. I've seen, I just see them briefly, but uh, the one year they went, they flashed back to like '83 or '84 or something like that, and they've done some like retro ones that go back. This one's this one looks a little more modern. Yeah, I'm in on it. Uh, anything else you guys want to talk about in the chat? No, good. We're good. <laughs> We're back. By the way, 3.30 is the live showtime every day this week. 3.30. Okay? 3.30. 3.30 is the live time for CHGO Cubs this week. Make sure you subscribe to the CHGO Sports YouTube page so you don't miss any live shows. Ryan will join us live from Sloan Park again tomorrow with all the latest from Cubs camp. Hopefully we get some good stuff. Yeah, pitchers and catchers officially have to be, they have to be there tomorrow. Pitchers and catchers. Pitchers and catchers. Which says very big things about Nico Horner being there for like the last two weeks. Just saying. But if we could get Belly to show up. Day 136 and counting. Tomorrow's 137. I, I'm not. I'm not getting off. I'm not getting off the soapbox. Wait a minute. What if the Cubs are waiting for Valentine's Day? God, don't talk. Don't let me talk. What if they're waiting for Valentine's Day? Ugh, God. Right? No. They present everybody <laughs> on the team. <laughs> Cody Bellinger runs out and he jumps up and he leg locks one of the other players, <laughs> like the Bachelor contestants all do. He pops oh, out of a heart-shaped cookie. Yeah, just pops just out of a heart-shaped out. cake. Cake, yeah. yeah. Holding Charlie the Bacon Guy yeah. bacon jam for all of his teammates. Wow. I see it. What huh? a, I, I would assume it. that we as a company would get so much credit for that. I we, feel. We'd be unstoppable. And hopefully Ryan wears that Hawaiian shirt tomorrow, but we'll wait and see. He was a little chilly today. 70 Even degrees. Even though it was 70 degrees. Soft. <laughs> thanks for checking out the CHGO Cubs podcast. Back tomorrow at 3.30. Until then, thanks for watching and fly the W. Thank you.